Suddenly 30 is a podcast by Emily and Lily. We are two friends who thought we would have it all figured out by 30. After ticking all the so-called boxes, getting married, buying a home, becoming mothers and navigating careers, we were suddenly 30 and trying to find ourselves in the messiness of modern womanhood. Suddenly 30 will bring you candid, light-hearted and unfiltered conversations about moving through careers, managing relationships, transitioning into motherhood and everything in between. I've got this like really nervous feeling in my tummy. I know, I feel sick. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We've why, got a huge sick, announcement Emily? to make. Sorry, I'm eating from. I feel sick because we're going to Taylor Swift tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the way in which we got tickets, I feel like we can't even say. It if, feels if, like the mafia. No, we can say. A listener, somebody that listens to the podcast, messaged well, we think, us. We, we think, we think. Well, how, what, why else would she just message us? Yeah, she must. Uh, she well, messaged hello, us. Hello, if you listen to the podcast, thanks. But if you don't, thanks Thank as you. well. I don't know how you found us. Yeah, well, she messaged us through our the podcast yep. Instagram saying, hey, I got really last minute tickets. I sold, like, uh, they were really expensive, but. I sold my kidney for yeah, them. Yeah, I feel like I've sold my kidney. I actually do. We did. That's how much yeah. they cost. Yeah. But. That's what Swifties do. Swifties, we're true Swifties. We're true Swifties. And I honestly, I cannot believe we're going. Like We're wearing uh, the bracelets. You yeah, can hear them. Yeah. We need to make more. Yeah. Oh, I, sorry, well, you need I, to make more. <laughs> I'll see how I go today. I actually run out of string, so I need to get some more. I'll get it from the shops today. Well, when I went to the shops yesterday afternoon to find some... Rhinestones. Rhinestones, diamantes, <laughs> you know, just vibey stuff for the concert. Everything was sold out. So every $2 shot, all the bead kits were sold out mm. and then diamantes were thin, like they were running thin. Mm. And then I saw like iron-on, iron-on like glittery numbers and I stuff. Can't. Obviously I wanted to get T or S or 1989. No, those no, num- only those gone. numbers and letters were sold out. Yeah, so you just know that the Swifties are out there. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're literally and hats everywhere. Off to Swifties. Yeah. So at the time of this episode going out, we we're will going have already today. Been, like we're oh, going yeah, yeah, today. We gone today last night. At this time of recording, it's Monday, and we're going tonight. And then tomorrow, <laughs> you'll be listening to this, and we will have already experienced it. So, <gasps> oh my god! Tune into our Insta- we'll post on Instagram if we actually get in, because obviously we haven't bought these tickets through the Ticket Tech Marketplace or through Ticket well, Tech. Incriminate us. What do you mean? Isn't how we bought them illegal? Well. <laughs> uh, well, so, okay, it's a, okay, I think it's technically just, illegal to like mark up the price of tickets exorbitantly. It is. No, I know, but I'm saying I think it's illegal to also purchase via this avenue. So let's just really? say this. Let's, I don't to think not incriminate it, us, let's just say I don't think we, we may we, allegedly, we may or may not have <laughs> bought tickets through an illegal <laughs> means. It's definitely not an, illegal. illegal ticket scalp. It is. No, it is. No. It is. Well, I don't care. Look, I'm going to Taylor also, Swift. I'm in B Reserve. If you're looking for me there, I'll be in B Reserve. I'll be. I'm. I'm. I don't actually know exactly what I'm wearing. You don't know exactly no, what you're wearing. I know. We need to plan after yeah. this. This yeah, is what happens. So this is a last minute Swifty attendance. <sighs> so good. I've got that sick feeling. Like you know when you used to go to festivals back in yeah, the day, like yeah. splendor in the grass, big day out, and you'd just be all jittery and shaky yeah. the morning of. Like yeah. I feel sick you feel- with excitement. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm 21 again. Yeah, but only we're not starting to drink at like 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would be like, what time is it? Nine. We're driving. I'd be putting on my makeup right <laughs> yeah. now. It was big yeah. day. I'd be putting on my makeup right Literally. now. Literally, remember and you used getting to on the do party that? bus? Yeah. Oh. oh. God. Awful, goddy, god awful, god awful, god, 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 god. I wouldn't mind a Hummer. Could we get a last mm. minute Hummer? Do you know anyone? No, I don't no. know any layman <laughs> Hummer drivers. <laughs> I'd be happy with just like maybe like a convertible, even. I mean, you could just 
Yes, a little mini Cooper convertible. Yeah, and you just crank the music up really oh, loud. Oh no, no, no! You're fine. Your Hyundai is fine. Yeah. Do you have a Hyundai? Um, no, I have a Mazda. Oh, okay. what do you have? A Tiggy. Yeah, Tigs, Tigster. Yeah, which is too small though. Oh, We're going in your car. I like can't believe it. I'm like honestly like. I've locked my keys in the car, in the house. So you really this, are in all stage, sorts. I'm, I'm not even, we don't, we don't even have a, a vehicle to oh, get there. Oh, we can there take in. mine. Yeah, yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I've, this morning when I left, I literally just shut the front door with the keys inside and there was no way back in. So oh. it's been a morning. Okay. It's been a morning, but it's going to be a night. It's going to be a because oh. it's all too well. Okay, we're not putting that in because that's my no, horrific no, voice. No, well, I don't care about horrific voices. I love them. I know. Uh, what are you? Okay, I've got a question. I don't what know if? how it gets better than this. You take my hand and run head first, fearless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, what are we going to do if we have someone genuinely? I'm asking. Okay, this, if we have I, someone I know screaming you... psychotically behind us. I'm I'm going to turn around and be like. Come on. Like I'm a Swifty. Because I'm, I'm a Swifty. We all love the music here, but we cannot hear when you are literally screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't mind screaming as in like singing really yeah, loud, yeah, but yeah. when yeah. people are going like this. <laughs> but like people are literally doing that. Oh, no. And just like contain yourself. Like yeah. go wild, but don't don't be having a yeah. nervous breakdown. Like, I, have, I have a sore throat just from doing that one little yell. Yeah, save it, save it. Save yeah. it. We, oh, we're going to whisper the rest of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So what else do you want to talk about today before we get into today's amazing episode? I've got a couple of gripes what? because after last, I think it was last week when I said I'm going to try to be really positive because we had some feedback that I sound like I'm miserable every week. And then I, now I've had feedback. I need to just, I what, need to what, just what, be me. Now I've had feedback that they, they miss the negativity. <laughs> Who, who's this from the same person? Um, yeah, and a couple of others, yeah. Who? Messaging, being like, oh, boring. Like, I don't like it when you're all trying to be positive and happy. Oh, so people are vibing negative Lily. What? Guys, I wouldn't say it's negative. Like, I don't think I'm being negative. I think, uh, is it negative? My, my, am I negative? Am I just not self-aware? Hey, I, I I think just be however you are. If one day you come in and you're negative, be negative. If you're, wanting, if you're in a bad mood, be in a bad mood. If one day you come no, in and you're I've happy. I have ever once been on a bad mood on this, on this podcast. <laughs> Have I been in a bad mood? No, no, you've never been in a bad mood. But I'm more meaning like, you know, if you've had a bad morning, obviously we're going to turn it on. We're going to not be like sit here and be like, but it's okay to be like, yeah, I've had a shit morning. Yeah, but apparently it seems some some people think I've had bad weekend after bad weekend because every time we talk about our weekend, I'm like, oh. But I I do have some gripes. Oh, it's it's not even gripes. It's just things that I've been thinking about and I wonder if the consensus is the same okay Mm. number one natural deodorant can we be done okay i have tried every single little natural deodorant yeah i've tried no pong i can hear everyone going oh have you ever tried no pong yeah i don't want to rub it in my fingers before i put it on (laughs) sorry i don't want to put on my why does everything you end up saying sound dirty It's not. I don't want to rub my fingers. No, in but like it. I hate that you have to put it, and then it's all I know, I know, stuck sorry. under your nails. Like yeah. I've got long like nails. We, like we always say, it needs to be convenient. Yeah, yeah. So I've tried every natural deodorant known to man: expensive ones, and you cheap stink. ones. You still I stink. fucking stink. And I'm sorry if a bit of aluminium is going to cut five years off my life, but I'm going to smell fresh for the rest of my life. I'm happy to die five years early. This is just wow. ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm. And no offense to everybody, but if you're wearing natural deodorant, you fucking stink. <laughs> 
You do. Like I must I say, say I'm, I'm smelling I've, people. I've been trying a natural deodorant for probably the last two months, and I I've have never, never noticed. I've you never smelt so smelly in my life. <laughs> okay, I've never and, noticed. And I actually said to my sister that day, I'm like so sick of this. Like I'm sick of stinky. See, and, and she said to me, when you come over tomorrow. You are not allowed to walk through this door unless you're wearing Rexona. Can she smell you? <laughs> no, but oh. she just knows that I'm... You'll keep talking about being yes, smelly. Yeah, like but I just... Other people probably can't smell it, but I, I can smell it on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like when and you're what sitting a way at your to desk live. and your arm, like you lift oh, your arms and up and you can just sort of... It's wafting. And why do I have to go about the world... <laughs> Being self-conscious about a stench. No, it's and not worth it. And let's just stop trying to make fetch happen with, with natural no. deodorant, okay? I actually also saw on TikTok a really good hack. Well, it's not even a hack. See, it's why do we have to hack it? Just rub the fucking <laughs> no, no, Rexona on. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a hack. It's a cleaning hack for cleaning your underarms. Oh, here we go. And it was ba- <laughs> based I- it in bleach and then get Botox <laughs> in it so you never sweat. <laughs> no, no, no. It was – so usually when I have a shower, I use, like, pump soap. Mm-hmm. And so usually I just, like, rub it on my hands, wash all my body whatever but this this girl was saying that she's found the ultimate cure for for stinky pits <laughs> it's called rexona roll on <laughs> and um she basically says that she uses a bar soap so she gets the bar soap washes her underarms with bar soap what's the difference <laughs> well because i think it's because you're like rubbing the actual thing on your underarm and then she gets a, a washer a, like a face washer and wipes the underarms. I like actually like properly cleans them, and then she does another lot, like another lot of sounds bar like soap. It's admin issues. It sounds but, like but I, I, now I keep a washer in the shower, so I, you've I'm, been influenced. I've, yeah, I've been influenced, but I must say I've still been using the natural deodorant, so it's, n- it's not. I'm, yeah. I can't really report back on how it's going. All I've got to say about this, I I need to just. It's not going to work for mm. me. It's not. I'm Can, back to and on, on that also, topic actually the. The deodorant, what do you think of the deodorant I gave you this morning? I loved it. Was it not well, – obviously it wasn't natural. Absolutely not. Yeah, where it's do I buy Mitchum? that? Just Woolies. Yeah, okay. Mitchum, it's like coconut something or other. It says like 99% natural drive, whatever, I don't even care. Mm. But you know what I like about it? What? A lot of deodorants, the smells feel really chemically mm. to me. Like I'm quite sensitive to smells, I think. And the smells are really like that's a foreign chemical, not a real not, smell. Yeah. And it's too – gets in my grill, okay? Mm. This is just really subtle, not coconut like Sol de Janeiro bum bum cream mm. or anything like that. Boom boom cream. It's bum bum. <laughs> anyway, like everyone's afraid to say bum bum. No, it's just a, I'm not like afraid a, to say bum bum. I've said <laughs> bum bum every day. No, as in. As in <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just <laughs> far out. I, can just, I just say another thing about deodorant? Yeah. I hate spray on deodorant. Same. I can't believe people still use it. Like it gets in your nostrils. Like like you're inhaling yeah. aerosol. Yeah. And it leaves those white things. Yeah, it's, it's so awful. annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah. I've recently yeah. gotten Dan off of that. I've just said we're done with this because he would spray <laughs> I it. don't know how men would put on roll-on under their hairy pits. Because if you get a liquid one, yeah, right, then yeah, you yeah, just yeah. really got to get in there and it you gets really got to, yeah, you got to get into all the nooks and crannies yeah, the nooks between and, the yes, hairs. Yes, oh, thank God we're not boys. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's one great, great. love it. And I just, I felt like I needed to vocalise it that please don't judge me. I'm not wearing natural deodorant, and I'm, and I I've know got that the much aluminium in my feet. I can't <laughs> even lift them up off the ground. I can't walk because I've got so much aluminium. Yeah, yeah, in my I, feet. I don't need to know about the risks. I'm no. well aware of the risks. Yeah. And also some of the people talking about the risks, they're vaping. Mm. Why are you worried about deodorant hum when you're vaping? Yeah. Anyway. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. And then another thing that I, I feel like it should have been in my ins and outs. Mm. 
2024, but I'm it's coming as a late contender into yeah. my outs. Can we be done with grazing tables slash grazing boards slash charcuterie boards? What I, about small ones? No, I, I like it's giving me the ick. Yeah, now you're saying it's making me feel sick. <laughs> like the thought of one. They give me the ick now. Mm. Like they've been done. I think we need a new thing. Like because they just came well, out what, of nowhere. What are we right? going to do? Okay. What do we do when we're having a, I don't a know. wine with I the girls? I haven't. I haven't invented it yet. Mm. I haven't come up with the concept. Someone wills. It's. I'm sure it's on a Pinterest board or in the deep south of Tumblr somewhere. Mm. But it's just easy because no, you can just buy all the just, stuff. Slap you've it got on. to agree with me. It's foul. Mm. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I'm not a big fan of. I remember at my engagement party, I made a grazing table and it was a full table and mm. it was like had everything on it and cost me hundreds of dollars to make and literally the next day I got a I got a bag <laughs> and I just put everything in the bin because no one ate it no one eats them you'll notice now when you go to like a wedding or something or wherever you go and they have the big grazing tables nobody eats them mm. literally no one that's well, I've never noticed because I've never done the cleanup but yeah I don't know like do you, do yeah, you know what I'm I saying know. like I yeah. feel like they're so like 2018 yeah like they've yeah, been they happening have, they, for so many yeah. years and they need to be done. We need a new thing. Okay. I don't know what that is. Jade actually made recently, I feel like we talk about Jade in every episode, <laughs> but she actually made recently this really amazing, I wouldn't even call it a dip, but it was, a, I suppose it was a form of a dip. And it had like avocado, tomato, corn. and Like, like a all, relish. No, 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 but it was not blended. It was just this really amazing dip. I'll have to get her to send the recipe and we'll put it out there because honestly, and we had it with corn chips and, and it had like some sort of goat's cheese or something in it and it was, it was great. to die for. Okay. And okay. super simple. But I get, could, I guess, that, could that be that the new could thing? Be, yeah, but that's just something that would go on a grazing mm. table. Mm. You know, I'm just sick yeah. of seeing those little brown crackers with the vegan pumpkin seeds in oh, it and then them. the other wafer ones and then the brie and the mersey valley and the and quince pays the quince pays <laughs> and not the olives like I'm done. and the grapes and the blueberries yeah, and the yeah. bit of chocolate spread around yeah, yuck and the cheese with the honey on the top with the, yeah, honey the honeycomb comb. yeah like yuck i can't i wow, really i'm wow. sick of it you're feeling passionate having, about this yeah, i'm having a visceral reaction but i just i feel like we <laughs> need to collectively say as a united girlhood that grazing tables are done and we need to discover the new thing. We need okay, to move on. Okay, we need to move on. We need. To, I'm here for it, like but, I I, need, but I need something else. Okay, well, I've. Okay, I've, I feel like I've helped in this manner because remember how I said on my birthday last mm-hmm. year, my 30th, that I'm done with Aperol spritzes and we're moving on to the Hugo spritz and we had yeah. Hugo spritzes yeah, on I'm my birthday. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what we had. It's a Hugo spritz. Yeah, but I'm, I can't. I'll link the recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please It's like elderflower. Yeah, yeah, yum, yeah, yum, yum. It was delicious. Yum, yum, yum. It's so much fresher, mm. nicer. I don't know. That's just where and I'm at now. And hit and miss. Like sometimes you can have yes, a really good alcohol, but if you get the proportions wrong, it's yuck. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like grazing tables mm. and Aperol spritzes, we've, they've had their moment. Yeah, they've been trendy. Okay. We're moving on. I'm moving you on to need a to Hugo set the trend spritz. Then. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I'll have a think about it. You're going to come up with a new idea. Well, I want to talk to – I want to figure out where grazing tables even came from because my question is before 2018, what was everybody serving yeah. at parties? Well, you know what I it know was? Cob loaf. Yeah, it was cob. <laughs> but also it was party pies and sausage rolls. Yeah. So we have evolved. Mm. So what I'm saying is we need to evolve again. Yeah. Where okay. I'm moving We've gone into the from next party round. pies and sausage rolls to cob loaf to grazing tables and now we need something what's new. The new what's the new what's the latest and greatest yeah. okay well let's well let, let's have a look into it and if you've Contact got any us, ideas if, yeah, let if us you're, know if you've been hosting some great parties and you've got some ideas outside of a grazing table and aperol spritz 
we want to hear Hit about it. Should we get into today's well, episode? Let's. In today's episode, we are talking to the beautiful Mariah, who is the co-founder of Folk Studio. We talk all about her starting her own interior design business, making the jump from working full-time into running her own her own show. And yeah. she's an absolute... I don't want to say girl boss, but she's honestly, she's She's so inspiring and she works really hard and she creates the most beautiful spaces. And Mm. we just have a really fun chat about the realities of building a business. And I think it was really good as well to just hear an honest experience of what it's like going in on your own and what success looks like. I think a lot of people, when they see someone started their own business, whether it be an interior design or anything, any any of your own businesses, you might look and go, wow, like they've been an overnight success or wow, like they're immediately, you know, earning enough money to leave their job and things like that. But she kind of talks about how long it actually takes and, and what success looks like and, and some of the tips of practising patience and things like that. And yep. it's just a real realistic point of view yeah. of running a business, which I appreciate. I think I think you often see people in business and it looks like they get there really quickly. But yep. a great thing about business and running your own business is that there's always more and that's what Mariah was saying is that like there's always there's always going to be another step up and there's always more that she wants to do so I think yeah, it's just ever yeah, evolving it's ever yeah. evolving and yeah so we hope you feel inspired she gives lots of amazing tips about renovating and creating your own space um, or restyling your own space at home and tells you a bit more about how she works and it's just it's really inspiring and she's also got lots of uh, yes, exciting collaborations, I yeah. guess, that she announces in the episode. So yeah. stay tuned. I think everybody will actually really like the brands yeah, that I'm she's obsessed. collabing with. So. Yeah. so she's amazing and we hope you enjoy. That. All right, Mariah. So do you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you live and what you do? I am an interior designer <laughs> um, and I am the co-founder and co-director of Folk Studio, which is a Sydney-based design firm. Who did you co-founder with uh my best friend chris oh how yeah. nice everyone thinks that we're like married yeah, I'm like, yeah. no no my <laughs> best friend chris. Yeah. 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 kind of yeah. um he works remotely so he lives in orange now wow um, yeah so we used to work together i don't know eight years ago and i was like i'm starting a design firm like are you on board and yeah, he was like, yeah. yeah, cool. Oh, my God, that's and amazing. We and what, so you, you were working together at a firm together? We were working at a furniture company in Rosebury yeah. in completely different roles. Mm-hmm. And we just became, like, best friends instantly. And he's 11 years older than me, so yeah. he's an old man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, like... He's 40. Basically, really old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 41. Oh, my um, God. Really. Um, but, yeah, he – we kind of – we worked together for three years and he's just got a very – he's opposite to me in every way. Like, mm-hmm. he's very analytical, very organised, like, loves a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. has a background in, like, urban design, graphic design. And then I'm kind of – I'm not, like, that crazy creative that people, like, mm-hmm. often say, like, you know, you've got the yin and the yang yeah. of, like – Yeah, But I'm a, definitely a more creative person. Yeah. You know, in a way. Yeah. Um, so you complement each other really nicely. Yeah, it just yeah. works. And I think without him, like, we wouldn't have been able to kind of build what we've built because he's yeah. just – he just sees things differently to me. Yeah. Um, so how so do you split it? Like, what, what you each own? Like, what do you, yeah. what do you own and what does he own? Like, um, of responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. So 
he does kind of all the operations. He doesn't mm-hmm. do any of the front end of things, mm-hmm. no designing or anything like that. Yep. So he does kind of like all our accounting and like all the yeah. all the boring things. Yeah, that yeah, I, yeah, I, like, like, I want to start a business, but I don't want to do the boring stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he like loves that stuff, and oh, he's keeping so me good. accountable all the time. And I'm like, yeah. okay, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I manage our team and do all the designing and liaising with yeah. trades and clients. Yeah, oh, that's front end right. stuff. Cool. So yeah. with him moving away, has that sort of opened up where you work? Like, do you usually work in Sydney or is it Australia yeah. and international? It's Australia-wide. Yeah. During COVID, we did a lot of international mm. projects, like quite a lot in America, which yeah. is fun. Nothing huge, but it's just kind of nice to expand a little bit. But yeah. I mean, 90% of our projects are always in Sydney. Yeah. And then there's a few in Melbourne. We did just finish one in WA. So like wow. it, it varies. Yeah. But yeah, he's in, he's in Orange and then there's two other girls and we're all in our office in Balgawa. Lovely. So yeah. Nice. And mainly residential or commercial as well? Yeah. A bit of both. Yeah. It was weird because last year we did so much commercial. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, we did a project called Salon Her. Yes, yes. I did. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and it was so fun doing that project. Um, and then off the end of that, we did so much, so many salons. Yeah, salons. Like, wow. we, like literally our team, we were just like, okay, like here's here's another salon. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it became quite not easy You're to like, do, but like, the the box I guess that you can work in with salons is like fairly small, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're not like. It's a house. Like, you can go any which way. Totally. Like, I've kind of got to do the same. You've got to do, yeah. like, the processing area. Yeah, The yeah. nook, the cutting yeah. stations. Yeah. Like, we became yeah. quite, like, we had our own words for it. Yeah. I actually, had, like, never had had my hair dyed. Yeah. Except recently. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, since, the, since you started working. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, now I understand colouring. I'm like, yeah. okay, the colour cubes need to go here. <laughs> and, like, and I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I've oh, never done this. so cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was fun. And yeah. there's also, like, only certain brands that you could use for salons. Yeah. Like, there's not that many as opposed to, like, a residential home where you can get, like, a sofa or tiles yeah. from, like, a million places. So, yeah, we did a lot of commercial last year and then we're doing a little bit this year. So, mm. which is so fun. A little fun. bit of both. Yeah, yeah. it's kind yeah. of like it's a lot of work and it's quite a quick time frame. Yeah. But it's, I think, a less emotional because it's not someone's home. Mm. Yeah. So I think in that regard, like, it's a little bit easier yeah. for me anyway. Yeah. yeah. Sort of an, what to get decisions out of clients and things like that. Yeah, I think so. I think when you're doing a resident, like a residential project mm. you're thinking about like how that person lives now how mm. they're going to live in five years it's very collaborative mm-hmm. it's usually quite long it's yeah you know maybe six months of planning with the client and then like construction so it's for instance the project we just finished we started the project when she just found out she was pregnant and then finished when the baby was nine months old wow so, like, such a long yeah. period of time yeah whereas commercial is just so different and i guess how yeah. they're living in the space when she found out she was pregnant to having a nine month old is completely yeah. different yeah. as well but also you wouldn't even totally. know really like if it's your first baby you wouldn't yeah. even know yeah how yeah. you're gonna live in that space yet you haven't actually experienced that so yeah. you kind of need to be the voice yeah yeah totally too. and you know we've done it so many times mm. it's like i know what people need when they have like a newborn or yeah. and it's funny because i don't have any kids but yeah. i'm like yeah. okay this is what you need yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from a house anyway yeah, yeah. you're like yeah. not too many stairs and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. rounded so edges on the coffee table yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so you'll, yeah. Um, yeah. you'll know exactly what to do in this yeah space. oh yeah yeah totally yeah. <laughs> well yeah why don't you tell us a little bit more about folks studio and and yeah. how it started and and what yeah. you guys do yeah so 
it'll be six years old. I kind of sound like it's like a child. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in June. So, yeah, we started it when we worked together. And I think for me, like, I always knew I wanted to be an interior designer, which is so weird. But, like, I used to, like, go on consult on my street for the kids. And Aww. I would, like, go into their rooms. And for me, That's like, so cute. You know, as a kid, you weren't, like, you know, I want to make this look really good for a photo. You're mm. just like, I want them to feel really good. Mm. Like I immediately was like, I want them to wake up and be like, it's just so happy or like oh, for their yeah. room to reflect them. So it was like a really innate thing for me mm. always. And like mum would catch me like on the ground, like in the middle of the night with like my legs against the bed, like pushing my bed to the other <laughs> side of the room. And mum's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I just like, I just like wanted to change my room around. So I wake Aww. up to a new space. So Aww. it was just this thing of like creating a feeling as yep. opposed to like making it just look on trend or mm-hmm. look good. So I always knew I was going to have my own company. It was just kind of a question of when mm-hmm. I was going to do it. Yeah. So when I kind of, I mean, I get this question a lot. is like, how did you know? And I can't really answer it. I'm like, I don't really know. I was literally just about to turn 24. Mm. I was a baby. Mm. And I just remember thinking like, I just want to have a company like kind of established by the time I'm 30. Yeah. Like that's yeah, the only that's thought like I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we launched the business and at the start it was like, you know, we didn't know anyone in design. Like Mm. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any like backing. I was Mm. like, okay, I'm just going to take the leap. And I left my nine to five job Mm -hmm. at the same time of like buying an apartment. Like I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) I guess like probably good because when you're younger, you take more risks. You're like, what is there to lose? Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. We always talk about that, that it's kind of good to just do these things when you're young because you're kind of just ignorant to like what could go wrong. Yeah, Totally. a really good thing. And you're like, yeah, I've yeah. got time to fix this. If I make the wrong decision, I've got time. But I don't even yeah. know that you even think, like, I'm going to have to fix it. No. You're just like, of course it's going to work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. The risk. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it has to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I kind of found myself, like, I was working all these, like, random little jobs to just kind of help support me while, you know, folk was nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think probably the key is like I've just been really patient Mm -hmm. like even you know I'm about to turn 30 I'm like at that milestone that I would like think about and you know it's six years old I'm still like I have so much more I'm doing like Mm -hmm. I'm active like I've got so much to do yeah 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 so yeah I think I just was like I have so much to kind of deliver within folk yeah so I need enough time so that's why I kind of launched it early and then we kind of started with just this one client that I Mm. had kind of at my previous job I would do little things for her like styling yeah and then she came to me and I was working at the plant room in Manly yeah I don't know if you guys remember that it was such a dreamy space I'd put records on I would like sit there and like yeah yeah it was so good and she came in and she was like, Mariah, like, um, I heard that you like are starting your own company. Like, can you build me like a house? Like, can you design the house? And I was like, oh, like me? Like, <laughs> you, you want sure? me to? Yeah, yeah. Have you like, ever done, like, had you, you'd obviously studied. Yeah, but Have yeah. you ever done a house? No, before? especially like a new build is like, mm. as a designer, like what you would work a really long time to get a new mm-hmm. build as yeah. opposed to like a renovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was kind of like, are you sure? And then she yeah, had so much confidence in me and in folk. And then for about a year, we were like trying to find the right land yeah. to build this house. Uh, or actually at the start, it was to renovate. And then I was like, I think you just need to 
build like yeah. from scratch mm. because what you want is just so unique. Anyway, a year went by and we found this like plot of land in Curl Curl and um, we found the architects and then they found the builders and we just kind of built this project team and, and then that's what, how Curl Curl House came about. Yeah. And that's actually like kind of like what funded folk for the first mm. like four years because that project was like a four-year process. Yeah. yeah. So that sort yeah. of really started everything for you. Yeah. But yeah. how did you know... I guess obviously you'd studied. And what were you doing before you started Folk? Like were you working um, in interior design? Yeah, I was working in interior design. Okay, so that's how yeah. you had some experience knowing like, yeah. what you needed to do. Yeah, yeah, and I think with interior design, it's like it's such a weird career because mm. there's so many ways. A lot of people still don't know what we do because, mm. and fair enough, like yeah. you can be like a stylist. So you could be into the architecture. Yeah, 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 you can do all the structural work. Like so when people come to us, they're like, yeah, what do you do? Mm. Like. We know you're an interior designer, but, yeah. like, how far does that kind of go? Yeah. And I think it was establishing, like, how far do you want to go as an interior designer? Mm-hmm. And, like, I had a degree in commercial interior design, so mm-hmm. I knew kind of all the, like, legal stuff with yeah. commercial interiors, mm-hmm. but also, like, all of the documentation and all the stuff that's involved. But, like, yeah. I'd never actually put it to practice. Yes. So it was a real learning curve. Like, I was Were like, you oh, freaking okay. out? Oh, yeah, all, oh, my gosh, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be found out that I'm not, like, legit or yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. like, this like, yeah. company or, like, <laughs> someone's going to be like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. And so I just worked so hard to kind of create this, this brand, I think, that felt kind of established. Mm-hmm. And Chris and I just – we just really – I think we just had to keep backing ourselves. Yeah. And I think with that house in particular, it was kind of during COVID as well. So mm. I could do a lot of things like not face to face, which yeah. maybe <laughs> seems like you could like fudge it a little bit yeah. behind the scenes, yeah. like make it seem yeah. like, you're not you know, like in a really one-to-one one combo doing. going, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. If you have a question, you're like Google. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can ask yeah. someone else. If someone asks you something yeah. with email, you can Google it. Like, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So it was like a lot of that and – it turned out to be such a beautiful project and yeah. we got so much good press around it and it was it just kind of I think it, it put us in a certain area of the industry that we kind of wanted to be at and then we kind of built from there yeah yeah that's, yeah. Su- that's like just such a beautiful way to start and I think one of the things you did at the start was quitting in nine to five yeah like not just having this as a side hustle like being like I'm gonna go all in and do a few yeah. things mm. on the side but we'll go all in and just do it yeah and I feel like you sort of need to take that risk to be able to give 100% to something. I think if yeah. you you sort of like dabble back in the nine to five and you're like, I'll do this and I'll do it on the side, you don't ever get to fully immerse yourself yeah. in mm. what could be. Yeah, you've just got to mm. like fully back yourself. Yeah. I think like what is underestimated is that people kind of think, oh, you should kind of, there should be some kind of, like you should kind of make it within two yeah. years or three yeah. years or whatever the time frame is. Mm. Or otherwise give up. Yeah, or <laughs> otherwise give up. Yeah. And like that's why so many small businesses do because I can understand yeah. it. Like it's such a roller coaster. Mm. And I, I remember just being so down when I'm like, is it actually going to work? Mm. And then you get that like high of like maybe a client seeing their space and you're like, okay, keep yeah. going. Yeah. And then you get that low. And it's like, I can see why people just kind of give up when you're at that low because it's so easy to do yeah Um, yeah. but you just keep pushing through and then you just get to a point that you're like I'm not having undeniable like I'm here you know like you just keep pushing and I think that's just a hard thing to do yeah what do you think that point was for you when you were like okay like it's undeniable yeah like this business is a real business yeah yeah yeah. it's a real business Yeah, yeah. yeah um sometimes I don't even think I'm like oh 
I see like an ABN and I'm like, oh, I've got a company. (laughs) So weird. Um, But I think probably, I don't know, I think every time a client sees a space, I'm like reminded that it's, if I didn't do this, it wouldn't be here or the house wouldn't be here. Oh, okay. Like when you're taking them through the finished project. Which is really nice. It's really personal. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And I think anytime there's like press around folk or like a nice story that's been written, I'm like, oh, like we're real, we're like here. we're out yeah. there. People are seeing yeah. this, they like it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. And there are always really good stories. I always read yeah. things in the mess. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, so that's really nice. I'd love to talk about what your key pillars are when you're thinking about yeah design. I think for us, it's like obviously sustainability, which sounds like such a buzzword, but mm. I think every time we specify any material or any product, I'm like how is it actually going to live in this space? Like what's the life cycle of this product? Mm. Or to me, there's just no point of specifying something unless it's like actually going to work and work for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's an example of something that does work for a long time versus doesn't? I think anything that's been made with good design, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, it hits all of those markers. It's Mm -hmm. like, how is it going to be cared for? Who cares for it? How is it made? Mm -hmm. Like 95% of our product in all of our interiors are all Australian made or designed. So to me, I'm like, it makes me feel so much better knowing that the client can like speak to the supplier directly or like, it's not just this thing that's been shipped and like, that's it. Yeah. I think, yeah, with that, then there's like durability, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think for us at Folk, one of the main things is probably designing for self. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time people, and it's so easy to do, we've mm-hmm. got like TikTok and we have yeah. Instagram yeah. and Pinterest. Yeah. And it's it makes us so, um, like we can see all the beautiful interiors around the world, but then we have too many options. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people are like, I don't know, because I love that style, but I love this style. And like, how do I choose? Mm-hmm. And it's like, just design for yourself. Yep. Like, don't mm-hmm. worry about the photo that's going to be taken at the end. Yeah. Like, does it feel good? Yeah. And it's like that whole Mary Kondo thing of like, yes. does it spark joy? But it's kind of yeah. like that. It's yeah. like, yeah. just design for something that rather than just like your friends coming over and you picture it, like how they're going to use the space. Of course yeah. you're doing that, but uh, think about just self. Like, what yeah. So don't actually think want. about like a design trend or don't think about no. a style. Just well, like this person that I really like did this. Like, yeah. okay, cool. But like, yeah. what do you love about that? And how can we interpret yeah. that in your space? Yeah. yeah, It's like clothing. Like we can see really beautiful outfits and clothes, but you know, straight away, you're like, oh, that won't work on me mm-hmm. or that totally. color doesn't work on me. Yeah. And sometimes you buy something and you're like, what was I thinking? It looks so mm-hmm. good on her. It doesn't yeah. look great on me. It's mm-hmm. like the same thing with interiors. It's mm-hmm. like, just kind of figure out what your style is yeah. and it'll only work for you in your particular way and mm-hmm. the way that you customize mm-hmm. it and like, implement that into your interior like what clothes what kind of colors or like fabrics do you wear every day yeah well it'll be the same thing with your interior (laughs) we talked about this do you actually think that's a thing yeah yeah Yeah, we we talk about the style like the clothes we wear how it aligns with your interior style yeah yeah i literally said that so we had a whole conversation about it like a couple weeks ago i said I swear when I started to really figure out what is my style in clothing yeah, and I started to save like not specific outfits, but just like inspiration of like textures that I liked or like whatever it was on Pinterest, I yeah. realized that my wardrobe <laughs> is the is same style own. as my own. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, this is so weird. It's like a whole brand. Like yeah, yourself is. is a brand. Yeah. Like, I know what my yeah. brand is yeah. now. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's, I feel like that's really cool though. Cause some people know their, clothing style really well some people might know their interior style really well and yeah 
but not know the other. So it's actually a well, nice a way to sort of marry it together and be like, what, like, where do I fit in here? And like, totally. what, what, who am yeah. I? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. wearing like lots of color and textures, and then your house is like white and bad, yeah. you're like, hang yeah, yeah, yeah. on a minute, like, well, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Well, it wouldn't happen, but also like if you're going, oh, I love like simple Scandi, but you're like very vibrant and bright and like what you're wearing and is very yeah. loud and yeah. I'm like really like are you really going to be happy in a like simple Scandi home? Like, yeah, I yeah, don't know. yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, people always say like when I say that they're like, well, but I like love this pink sweater that I always wear, but I'd never have like pink mm. in my home. Mm. And I'm but, like, well, what texture is like? Is it like a beautiful yeah. woolen or like what kind of style is it? Yeah, yeah. And like, there's something it's that, not just the color. Yeah, it's not just the color. Like yeah. there's something yeah. that draws you to that. Yeah, like. Is yeah, it cozy? Yeah. Like, when do you wear it? Are you wear it when you're relaxing? Do you want to feel yeah. undone? Like, yeah, but yeah, that's the thing we always talk about. Like our three word method. Like, if it's undone, it doesn't mean like you're in Lululemons every day. It just yeah. means like it should have like a relaxed feel to it, and then that can be applied yeah, to yeah. your house. It shouldn't be like polished and yeah. like really clean lines and textures. Like, yeah, yeah, it can be a bit more like rugged. Like, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> So, like, I think that's, like, a good way, like, a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, if somebody was thinking about renovating or building or even just designing a new room or refreshing a space, yeah, where would you, where would you tell them to start? Yeah. I, this is always a tricky one because I kind of am always in two minds. I'm like, are you self-implementing the project? Like, yeah. are you hiring all the trades or are you doing all of that? Or are you, like, getting a builder and a yeah. designer on board? Because there's kind of two then different, different processes. Different paths. Mm-hmm. But I think, let's say if you're kind of self-implementing, mm. it's just building the project team at the start and then understanding then what the budget's going to look like and what the timeline's going to look like. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people kind of sit and mull over like their scope for a while. They like build a Pinterest and then they're like, okay, okay, I'll do it. And then they realize, oh, the builder that they wanted is like not available for another six months mm-hmm. or like, you know, their budget will have to be double Mm -hmm. and then they kind of get disillusioned and then they never do it. And it's like, just build that project team, put the feelers out and then you kind of understand what you're working with. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the time clients come to us and they're like, I don't have a clue what budget I'm, Mm. I have or, and, and to me, that's a really like kind of tricky thing. Cause I'm like, how? Yeah. You know, how do you not know? Can you, you not know. know what's in your bank account? Like, yeah, how much can you borrow? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how much yeah. is in your bank or how much will the um, bank lend you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So it's like building that kind of project team early on. Yeah. I think be really clear about what your scope is. Yeah. Like I think there's a little bit of um, like often when someone comes to me, I'm like, okay, I need you to do a little bit of homework room by room. Tell me what you need. Mm. Like with the bathroom, someone might say, uh, I need a bathroom design. And then until I say, okay, come back to me with what you need. Mm. Sometimes it's like, I just need new tiles. And I'm like, mm. oh, okay. Well, I was going to like quote a full Renault. Yeah. yeah. We were going to yeah. gut it. New yeah, cabinetry, yeah. new mirrors, yeah. lighting, like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, just be really clear with what your scope is. Yeah. And then at least you can go to a builder and be like, okay, this is my scope. You've got kind of two separate quotes from two builders. And I often say to people like, try not to, and you'll probably like mm. nod to this, is like try not to self-implement too much with like project management mm-hmm. because it's so stressful. Mm-hmm. If you've got a full-time job, like, having to speak to the plumber, the electrician, the builder, the carpenter, like everyone is just too much. Yeah. And I think underestimated. I, yeah. got, I asked my I, builder to do that. Like yeah. we kind of split it. In I half. remember feeling yeah. like I was like, I could, I could literally be on annual leave right now. Yeah. Trying to, yeah. trying to manage it. It's yeah. the same when you're buying something, if you're buying a property, yeah, yeah. you feel like you could be on leave or quit your job. Yeah. Just to <laughs> answer all it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, totally. It's so all consuming. And, and it's, yeah. it's like a big timeline thing. Like, I don't know if you saw recently that, 
UK Vogue cover where there's like yes. 40 of the people oh, all yes. in person. Yeah. All I thought about was the logistics of getting all 40 people in that <laughs> yes. room is like planning a renovation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's totally. the same thing. Like yeah. when can the plumber come straight after this guy's done, done the run, rough in and then the demo's happening in this room. Like yeah. it's like that. But that's all I thought about with that. Oh moment. my gosh. I was like that yeah. poor person. Or like waterproofing yeah, yeah. and like tiling and like just yeah. Yeah. all the little things. <laughs> totally. It's the logistics. Like, I yes. think about it and I'm like, that's my full-time job. Yeah. Like, yes. And so I'm like, how are you going to do this, you know, with kids and like a job? Because I sit here all day answering the questions mm. and like I'm not even project managing I no. only make sure that the builder does that now mm-hmm. yeah but I still have to liaise with you know 10 builders a day yes. and I'm like I don't know how you're doing this yeah, yeah, yeah. so I say to everybody like don't underestimate if you've got the funds like just get a builder they'll project manage they'll yeah. get all of the trades make sure your scope of work is clear and your Pinterest board, like have a look at it. And mm. often we see like three or four different styles in there. And like, I totally appreciate that. I'm like, yeah, that's beautiful. And that's beautiful. But like try and figure out what aligns. Like, is it because it's minimalist and then this one's still colorful, but kind of minimalist. Mm. Like what is it that are kind of your key things that you keep pinning? Cause there's probably repetition somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like looking at what inspires you and sort of trying to figure out what your design style is from that. And like, yeah. or sometimes, that me and Lily will save things on Pinterest and then we're like, are we saving it for the lounge or are we saving it for the texture or yeah. the lighting yeah, or like, what the is picture it on the wall? Yeah. Why am yeah. I actually saving that? Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. And sometimes you'll look and you'll be like, why did I save that? Like, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. my vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to really like draw all things. Yeah. I do that with outfits on Instagram. It? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why did I save this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there an occasion yeah. for that? Yeah. Yeah. Was it the belt? Or like, it changes where I'm at on my cycle too. I would like say something and then I'll look two weeks later I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. It's like Ooh. never get a haircut. Yeah. Like when you're about to get your period or something, I've done it. So yeah. Same thing with Pinterest. I'm like, oh, must have been somewhere Absolutely weird not. that day. Yeah, yeah, I was going through something on yeah. that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, hmm. But no, I think just be like clear. And I think mm. if anyone has any kind of if you've got a little bit of a flexible budget, but mm. even so, even if you've got a really small budget, obviously I think an interior designer is crucial to like creating a good design I think just like find someone to do a consult at least Mm -hmm. to sit down Mm. because you may spend like a thousand dollars let's say on a consult for somebody but the return on your home is so much larger that that a thousand dollars is free so you're right like a thousand dollars for what you get back you're like screw it a thousand dollars is nothing and I also think the way that you think about things is different to the way we would be thinking about things like I think about when I was renovating and now looking back this was would have been like three or four years ago now looking back I'm like oh I wish I didn't do this and I wish I didn't yeah. do that and I'm one yeah. like I question I'm like if I had have gotten interior designer yeah would have I created the space differently and I, I yeah. probably would have yeah um and now I'm like oh is it too late to rip out the stone and like yeah, yeah. you know replace that those cupboards and build this there and I'm like, I mean, it's never too late. You obviously still can, but yeah. they're all yeah. things that cost. Like, they're expensive decisions. And yeah, perhaps totally. if you... Yeah, the, Ask the, somebody. Yeah, yeah the yeah. investment at the start actually pays off yeah. down the track because you're thinking about how are you going to live in this space next year and in five years and maybe yeah. even in ten years. Like, and that's what interior designers' value is as well. Like, a good one is that they, you know, I guess by the time, just like anything, if you're in fashion, you know, somebody, you know what's going to be in fashion in a year or two mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Or I've seen something so saturated but your client hasn't, you know, mm. they may have seen it saturated a little bit on Instagram, but for yeah. me, I'm like, oh, I've seen it saturated for like three years. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, and so, <laughs> you know, they can kind of already guide you on that. Yeah. And it means that I know that, you, oh, you might love that tile now, but I already know in a year, like, 
you know, you're not going to. No, Obviously, yeah. I'm not going to say that like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is because of that investment. Like even with our mm. new build projects or like big renos, mm. I'm like – the fee that you pay for an interior designer is actually probably less than what you pay the electrician or the plumber mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in so many instances in a really big house. Yeah. But the return that you get for using an interior designer, you might have added like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars $300,000 onto yeah. your build. Yes. Totally. It's free service. Like yeah. it's, yes. it literally is that that's And you're the looking way at it every it. day. Like yeah. you're, you're, that's the final product. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. 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 I know. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to know more about, and we don't have to put this in there, but I want to know more about like how you handle those kind of like push and pull discussions yeah. with clients when they come and they're like, I love this. And you're like, no, yeah. this is not. Do you know, I actually find, because I'm not a very, like, I'm not an incredibly assertive person. I'm not like outspoken, I don't mm. but I, I know what I, I know what the client kind of is trying to achieve yeah. Yeah. and it's quite fluid for me and quite quick like I can walk into someone's house and they'll kind of already maybe you know I can see where they mm. live now I can mm-hmm. see what kind of like things they like mm. they may have shown me a reference I can already see the end product like yeah. really yeah. quickly yeah. and so when they're kind of talking me through some things I'm I'm quite quick to say mm, I just don't think that's quite yeah. right like yeah yeah and it's I, like you're you can interpret what they're saying yeah like yeah. they can they're telling you something but you're actually interpreting it and visualizing yeah. what the space is yeah that's and you know amazing. we do have pushback quite you know frequently it's a collaboration so yeah. a client might be like oh that won't work for us that won't work for us mm. often what happens is that they do kind of come around mm. to the first mm. initial <laughs> suggestion you're like i'll just let them mull this yeah, over yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so you yeah. kind of let them and i think also because we only work with like-minded people mm. i know if the collaboration is going to work or not mm-hmm. quite quickly as well yeah yeah and so we don't have a lot of pushback like with things. I think clients are like, okay, we've come to you. We know what kind of style you're going to kind of provide yes. and we trust you, which is just so nice because yeah. that's when I can kind of create a really great interior. Yeah. Whereas it's really hard when I kind of, I have to let some things go. Like I'm like, okay, they really like this chair. Mm-hmm. I know that the other chair would have worked really well, yeah. but I'm going to let them have this one. Yeah. And, you know, at the end, they could be right. They could be like, this really works. Yeah. Or it might be a bit like, I'll see the end product. I'm like, oh, I wish you let me have that chair. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit of like push and pull. Yeah. But yeah. luckily, like a lot of our clients now, like they want the full in- interior. Like, like the install and everything. The install. Yeah. They want us to do the full gutting of like all the bathrooms, kitchen, flooring, yeah. everything. Thing, and oh. then all furniture and then like all styling oh every book God. every bar that's my dream yeah. i said yeah. to dan recently <laughs> i said to him on the weekend i was like what do you think my um like the best present you could ever get me like what do you think that would be and yeah. he was like I-, I didn't even think of this i was thinking like i don't know some kind of like piece of jewelry that's what i was thinking you're a bag yeah. or something you're a bag. Yeah. So yeah. Like, that's literally what i had in mind and he exceeded my expectations he was like oh i think your most like amazing present i could ever get you would be like a deal with an interior designer and like two million dollars just like to do a whole new house and like all things like designed top to bottom furniture install everything and I was like you're like you're right you know me yeah I was like I didn't even think of that (laughs) yes I didn't think of it but that's exactly what I want but I was like yeah yeah. so if you ever want to know if we win the lotto that's what I want but it's so funny (laughs) (laughs) because it is like such an enjoyable experience like I, my clients like they love it it's like a creative outlet it's yes. a creative collaboration and at the end of it I'm kind of like I, sometimes I warn them I'm like this is going to be actually quite sad when this finishes like yeah. Yeah. you're going to really love your new home but you're going to kind of be like oh like what's next yeah, yeah yeah because it is just that feeling of like 
that I mean it just brings you so much joy and it's fleeting yeah yeah and you forget to enjoy the process sometimes yeah. like yeah. you really got to immerse yourself in the process because yeah once it's done it's done and like yeah. yes you get to enjoy and live in the space yeah but yeah, I feel like you you forget how nice the process is. I'm yeah. not even kidding. That's why we keep inviting Jake back, our build-up. So yeah. he did the house and then I cried when it finished. I was yeah. like, really like, I'm going to miss having you here every day. Yeah. I and love then, you. Literally, <laughs> six months later, I got him back to do the front yeah. porch. I was like, I just need you to come back. Like, we yeah. need to do this. And then I saw him at a wedding on the weekend. He's like, when am I coming back? I really miss being at your house. I'm like, oh. should we do the fence? Like, should we do something else out the back? Like, yeah, yeah. I just want to do something else. Yeah. I want to go through that process again. I'm, like, addicted to it. Yeah, it is yeah. addictive. Yeah. Like I actually say to my clients often, I'm like, as much as I want to do everything and be the control freak that I am with your home, you're going to live in it and there's going to be things that you want to do and like you you want to evolve this. You want yeah. to style this. Yeah. Like let's leave this wall and then we can do artwork later or you can just do it yourself. Like, yeah. yeah. Like you're going to want, want some something. outlet. Yeah. yeah. And a lot yeah. of the time the clients, like they are creative, but some of them are like in corporate jobs and they haven't ever had something creative. So yeah. this was like their main thing and they're like this has brought me so much joy i'm like you'll want to keep doing it oh that's so nice that's so nice (laughs) i want to know when like when you're renovating or designing what are the things that you think are better to splurge on and what are the things you think are better to save on basically what we do is we design everything meticulously and then it gets quoted off those designs and then the builder might say okay this is $20,000, $30,000 over budget. So then I kind of sit down and I go, okay, let's remove this, let's remove this, or let's just get a cheaper brand. Mm -hmm. And often what I change immediately is the tapware. Yeah. Really? People often, yeah, they kind of think to, they, I think people are under the impression that every single thing needs to match in your home. There's so Mm. many ways that you can kind of like fudge that. Mm. It's, I always think the kitchen tap is like, okay, that's the main point that you'll be looking at every day mm-hmm. in your kitchen mm-hmm. in terms of tapware yeah and standing there standing there dishes. when you're hosting like you <laughs> yeah. might have a beautiful tap yeah mm-hmm. like an aged brass mm-hmm. beautiful tap yeah that's you know a thousand dollars more yeah and then in your bathrooms you can have the cheaper brand mm-hmm. or if it's not tapware it's hardware straight away so i'll go okay let's in the kitchen have beautiful like henry wilson like mm-hmm. solid brass handles mm-hmm. and then everywhere else let's have a cheaper brand that's a similar um, shape yeah. yeah and we did we've done that in so many homes and like if immediately my clients are like but aren't people going to notice that they're slightly different mm-hmm. and I'm like unless they're literally side by side no one will ever they'll never ever know. notice and it's really just the feeling and the overall vibe that people yeah totally notice, reckon, yeah, yeah exactly. rather than like the detail yeah and you as the owner of the home probably are like looking at the details but yeah. everybody else is seeing the picture yeah that yeah. end product so yeah. i think they're the two things that you can kind of save a lot of money on mm-hmm. i think that you save a lot of money if you have a good builder as mm-hmm. well and like i said at the start like i think if you actually talk to someone just about putting together like a little bit more of a flow or a scheme yeah because you know if you haven't chosen certain things a lot of the time the builder will get on site and he's like you know where's that pendant and you're like, oh, oh, I'll order it now. And then there's like a 10-week lead time. Yeah. And then you have to compromise and get something. Like, I think you just save so much more money and less stress if you just have everything like prepared. Yeah, so it's like having someone team. to help think about the thing because there's things that as a as an owner you yeah. wouldn't be thinking about. Like, yeah. oh, I need to order this this ahead of time or yeah. 
Yeah. And you might spend more money. Like a lot of the time a client will be like, I love this light. Like maybe I'll just get this light. And I'm like, okay, well, that'll bring you $10,000 over budget. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm here to be like, no, mm. yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'll find that and I'll find it for half the price. Yeah. And like, that's what you're paying me to do. So then you save, you know, thousands of dollars on. Yeah. And so I think just getting the right people or just like doing your research and seeing how you can kind of, you know, move things around yeah yeah i think tapware hardware easy ones yeah i think lighting is where you splurge Mm. to me i'm just like all about just good wall lights floor lamps like different zones of lighting i can't stand like when i go to a house and they're like something's missing immediately i'm like it's because you only have down yeah where's the source of lighting that's my biggest regret yeah, you know, yeah. Is what I did with the downlights, but I think I'm gonna yeah. fix it this year. You can fix like, it. Yeah. You can easily fix yeah. it. I, I mean, hate you've them. got brick walls, so like a bit tricky to get like. Well, out light. there, it's not. Oh, cool. yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, One of the things Lily did in her house was like when she knew she was going to put lamps in and she knew she wanted the lamps to be like a part of the lighting. So she yeah. made the lamps be connected to the wall switch. And I'm oh, like, cool. that is love that. that. Which I'm <laughs> yeah, like, so, because I feel like I have lamps and I'm like, I have to like get down behind the thing to yeah. turn it on. I'm like, this is just not practical. Yeah, yeah. I know. My bedroom, yeah. I haven't even got the bedroom lamps yet, but like, because you play it yeah, one day. But it's, I've got the thing there because I hate down lights in the bedroom. Like, yeah. I never want to be like in no. the bedroom. So I want to just – I have them in there just in case, but I just have the switch so that at night I can just, like, turn the lamps on yeah. at the wall. And yeah, like get and then bed. you can turn the lamp off when you don't have to get out of bed. Yeah, but it's yeah. been a yeah. year and um, I still don't have lamps. Yeah, so <laughs> it's there for one more Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to leave some room. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the other thing is – like I'm so big on good tiles, mm. but it is such a splurge. Mm. And I think people are like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Like it's a really hard thing to change. Mm. I'm always big on like a feature tile then. Mm. as Like I kind of like maximalist tiles. I'm mm. like, yep. let's just do every I feel like that's tiles. very um, like noticeable about the style that you guys uh, yeah. do is tiles. Tiles, it's always, yeah, it's yeah. always beautiful, beautiful, beautiful tiles. Tiles for me, I think, are like my favourite thing to implement. Yeah. Like a lot of the time, even with Curl Curl House, like people were like, oh, it's so subtle and everything. Mm. There's like eight different tiles. Like the laundry <laughs> yeah. doesn't match the kitchen. Yeah. The ensuite doesn't match anything. But they're all kind of just like in the same kind of texture. Yeah. And like it's just so fun because we have so many good tiles in Australia. I feel like people go often quite conservative. They're like, oh, yeah, I only do white tiles on the walls and just yeah. like do like a basic four tile. But it's yeah, like yeah. That you can do so much more than that. You can do that. so much. And I'm like, why not? Because it's really the only place that you can actually like be quite unique. Yeah. I think kitchen, you want to kind of play it a little bit more safe because yeah. maybe it's in that central zone of like living, hosting, all of those things. But bathroom, like why not go, go wild? wild? And you don't even need to go wild in like color. Like no. you just texture. in texture mm. and like maybe a really great tap. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a really great mirror, like whatever mm-hmm. it is. But I think splurge on tiles and at least just do like a feature wall, mm-hmm. a feature yeah. tile. Yeah. And then everything else can be boring. Yeah. You can always just change that wall. Wall yeah. tiles are so easy to change. Yeah, if you that's one to. of the scary things I think about bathrooms. I feel like once you start, once you put a tile down, I remember my husband was like to me, like, you're not, we're not doing the bathroom again. Like, yeah, and I know yeah. you were just saying, like, I want to redo oh a bathroom, God, but like, it's, it's an expensive yeah. mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. I'm like, someone, I wish someone spoke to me before. Yeah, this. Like, yeah. I'll go into a bathroom and I'm like, oh. Oh, I want to know another one. I guess we've kind of touched on this, like, how to discern between a good and a bad supplier or, yeah. or a trade. I mean, I think just good communication, like, mm. for all of them. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm like quite cutthroat with with suppliers only because I need to be like Mm. they're a reflection of my brand like a lot of the thing and with trades like 
if a supplier is delayed or like the thing turns up wrong and that all the trade is taking too long, like, unfortunately I'm the one to kind of blame. Like mm-hmm. none of my clients are like sitting there going, this is your fault. Yeah. But oh, very much. Yeah. I think cause I'm kind of that middleman throughout the whole project yep. between the supplier, between the trade. And I'm the one that the client's the most comfortable talking to. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of falls on me. So I'm like very critical with who we use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause you obviously it reflects you and your business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just, even if I, there's the same product, maybe one is even going to be quicker and I won't use them if, even if it's like 16 weeks as opposed to four, yeah. if it's going to be too difficult. Yeah. Cause yeah. also I've worked back end before mm-hmm. and I'm like I know what's possible or I know <laughs> yeah. that you're just ignoring me I'm like yeah. hello like quick turnaround yeah. to you like, yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. quite critical with who we use okay. which I think is like the good outcome of every product project yeah yes. and obviously a good thing about working with someone like you like an interior designer is because you've already established those relationships you already yeah. know how different companies and suppliers work yeah. so you can work around the crappiness like yeah, you're yeah. like no don't do that go with them yeah. like yeah yeah it, often when someone says like what do you do I'm like I'm literally just the yellow pages of every supplier <laughs> and every like material there is yeah, like, yeah. I know and I'm like okay so you this is how much money you have then like my brain's going okay like it just starts filtering yeah you're like you yeah. can't have that you can get this yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it filters it. and then it's like okay you've got these two options yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that <laughs> what is one of the biggest mistakes you've made in design. design or one of the biggest times where you went, oh, God, this is bad. Oh, gosh. So throwing, in this, throwing in the hard one. I know. Yeah. Any client listening is like, is that my house? Yeah. <laughs> no, Chris would also be like, oh, Mariah always makes mistakes. <laughs> no. Um, I think sometimes the expectation, like I think when you have a, a business at the start, you're just like such a yes person mm-hmm. and you want the client to be happy. So I couldn't, wouldn't, like I wouldn't really set expectations. Mm-hmm. I'd have yep. be like, yep, yep, we can do it, yep. And then it would all kind of come, kind of like come crumbling down, yeah. whatever it was. And now I'm really like clear of like this is what I do. These are like the boundaries of like how much access yeah. you have to me. I think what happens is that when you start a project and you don't set the boundaries at the start, yeah, people think they have full access to you for like yeah, two like years at all times, texting yeah. at all times, like literally three a.m., two a.m. Like I had all of it yeah and I kind of if I didn't set the boundary and then suddenly set the boundary a year into it because I'm like I just can't talk to this person you know 24 7 then there was a bit of pushback yeah so I think like that was where I made a lot of mistakes Mm. like starting the business with every client it was like I'm yours. Like every yeah. part of me is, is and that's and fit. I feel like that's really easy to do at the start of starting your business because you're yeah. like I want I want you to like me and I yeah, want you yeah, to yes. know that I'm always here. Yeah, it but it actually ends up coming back to bite you because yeah, you're yeah. like I, I actually can't yeah. meet these needs. I yeah, can't meet yeah. your needs all yeah. the time. And like like I'm the ultimate people pleaser. So I was yeah. like yeah yeah I'll do it all. And now I'm just kind of I've I've set the boundaries. I think with designers. A lot of the time people are like, I want like a friend. I want a designer. Mm. I want like a lot of different things from you. And also because it's such a long relationship, I can understand how that kind of like happens. And even with like commercial spaces, I think a lot of the time it's like, if it's a new brand, it's Mm. like, I'm kind of coming on it. It's like, I'm there like their like company partner yeah like I'm the founder of this you know <laughs> and because I'm like so invested in like creating this brand for them 
you know, I'm I kind of become that, and I'm yeah. like, no, no, I, I need to like set the boundary. Like, this is what I do. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not the builder. I'm not the project manager. Yeah. I'm not yeah. the strata. I'm not like all of these no, things. And, I'm, and you're not yeah. paying me to be your friend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to be. I'm happy yeah. to have a conversation with you. Yeah. But like, let's not go out for coffee and like have dinner on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and even like, it's so funny because a lot of the clients at the end are like, I haven't, I haven't spoken to anyone as much as I've spoken to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're like, like, you're like, love you, but bye. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was probably the biggest mistake. It's yeah. just like full access all Investing. the time. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I feel like the advice of making sure you're setting boundaries, you can apply that to all different areas of your life as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe I need to set boundaries with you. <laughs> and I, and I, I like on the phone to each other at midnight every Monday, like ready for the podcast yeah. the next day. I'm like, I'm sorry, we're talking Sometimes at midnight. Sometimes my husband's yeah. like... Are you speaking to me or are you speaking to Lily? I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like, she's speaking to Lily. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Not you, never you. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I know it's a hard thing to learn. And then you're like, why it didn't is. I learn this earlier? I know. Yeah. But I think it just comes with age. And yeah. totally experience. Does. And yeah. when you're starting something new, you're like, yeah. you want to give it everything. Yeah. And also, yeah. you, I feel like you learn to... I mean, obviously we respect ourselves, but like you would learn to respect your own time and your own boundaries more yeah. the older mm-hmm. you get. And like yeah. you realise how precious time is. And yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. Yeah, you do. You kind of do have to. (laughs) (laughs) You're not surviving on What are the most common asks and design requests that you have gotten maybe in the last year or so? Yeah, what what sort of trends are you seeing? I think that people, maybe, I think they come to us because we kind of do this inherently with Mm -hmm. our designs, but it's like maximalism, but not to the degree of like unlivable and too bold Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like not timeless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we kind of hit a nice medium of mm-hmm. like it's colorful in a lot of ways but it's still paired back mm-hmm. um so i think people kind of come to us for that which i love to do mm-hmm. i think like colorful sofas are coming back like yeah. a lot of my clients want like a color yes. so like for instance we've just done like two yellow mustard sofas oh, which I cool. love. Yeah. a green sofa a pink sofa like they're always colored yeah. so i think that's probably going to be like something that something we'll start seeing yeah. Yeah. a lot of the time though the fun thing about my job is I kind of do live through all the projects like yes. I'm like oh I've wanted to do that for so long yes. and if it aligns with the client well then I can do it yeah and so for me I'm like oh I love a mustard sofa like yeah let's just, do it five yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like whatever I'm kind of feeling will kind of flow through I think mm. I mean I know generally with interior design like chrome is really coming in mm-hmm. yeah it kind of tried to come in last year. So a lot of suppliers were starting to be like, oh, it's going to be the next yeah, big like thing. Yeah, like a chrome lamp. Yeah, and like- yeah. <laughs> and so they like tried and then I don't think anyone kind of was ready. jumped onto it. <laughs> yeah, it was ready. And then I think people are more ready now. So yeah. I think we'll definitely see that. And I think we'll see like stainless steel chrome kitchens. Oh, cool. Sure. I know. I'm, I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, some really beautiful ones. I mean, it's pretty expensive to do, but mm. um, I really want to do that. Yeah, so yeah. I think I'm going to like... Push, push yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, it's very bold though. Like yeah. 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 I like it paired back. I've seen a couple paired back with like more like rustic bar stools or yeah. like uh, rattan or like mm. woven materials too. Yeah. So it's like such a juxtaposition. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. It's like really cool. beautiful like French yes. yeah, apartments with like that's what I was looking at. Yeah, like yeah. aged chrome. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think that but yeah, it's it's kind of like a. I think there's a lot of things that are going to go out mm, this year, yeah, what's as opposed out, to like. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's by my. It's so funny because like I I think I know I know trends, but I'm kind of more like uh, like I'm if done I'm done with it, I'm not going to mm. like do it. I usually no. kind of like guide, like boucle 
In saying that, there's some good boucle fabrics. Yeah. <laughs> like like a mustard boucle, awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like the White creamy boucle, I just can't yeah. deal with. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've actually used it ever in a mm. design. Mm. I just don't want to see it again. Yeah. And yeah. I just don't think it should really exist. I also yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. the just the texture of boucle as well, it picks up dirt. Like it doesn't have longevity in the actual material yeah. of yeah, it as yeah. well. Because totally. it's like, mm. I just feel like it's the sort of thing that gets yeah. dirty. I just think if it's yeah, in it's Kmart, very... like it's just not great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if yeah. yeah. If, if Anko is doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But again, like love a coloured boucle. A lot of the sofas that we do are like a coloured one. But you don't really like associate it with a boucle. No. Yeah, because it's, it's just actually like the texture. Yeah. 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 And it's more yeah. about the colour and yeah, yeah, it's like both. Yeah. So yeah, I would say creamy boucle out. I hate dried flowers in interior. In interior. <sighs> I loathe it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, is everybody having these dried like pampas grass? Yeah, and they get yeah. dusty, and they yeah, just they get look, so dusty. Yeah, I just think they look. <laughs> I love terrible. Yeah, so I personally would. It's yeah. so funny because I never yeah. say these things. Like I'm like, no, no, like it's fine. And I'm just like, yeah, each to their own. But yeah. for me, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say they're probably my biggest two. I think biggest like, no nos. <laughs> yeah, biggest no nos. I think just generally for me, I'm like, if the product isn't gonna last, like, mm. what is the point? Yeah, like we're so we have so much access to things now, like cheap taps that are like fifty dollars, or mm. you know, a, a sofa from wherever, fantastic mm. furniture or whatever mm. it yeah. is. And you're like, what is actually the point of spending that money? Because it's mm. literally gonna last you a year or two and years. It's like still, like it's not. $20 like it's still hundreds yeah, yeah. it's gonna last you two years but I totally yeah. agree that, like I feel like if you buy something cheaper you end up replacing it sooner than if you just yeah. waited a little bit and we always talk about like practicing patience and yeah and just waited it until you could invest in something a little bit more yeah and you'll see the life of it yeah totally yes. I think it's just with like the critical items like that's kind of how I yeah. like there's only certain critical items in a house that you really need to invest in and I think mm. it's like the dining table mm-hmm. and so fine it's usually the two biggest pieces yeah like everything else you can kind of like fudge a little bit not spend that mm-hmm. much but like they're the pieces that are going to get used every single day yeah. so yes. like for the rest of your life in them. yeah yes. yes and if yeah. you can't right now it's like okay we'll get something on marketplace for the time being yeah. totally fine and then save for that investment yeah, yeah. this know, is why like my lounge room is half empty because I'm waiting yeah. until I can get the pieces of furniture yeah. so like, you yeah. actually have practiced really good restraint here yes. and not diving in and just like a year. Yeah. buying things straight away like my parcels are coming I've got them yeah. from Rachel Dinat yeah yeah, her products are really good. You you've lived in the space, you've worked out what you needed, mm. and you've just built on it as you've. Yeah. I just really struggle with coffee tables. Like, there's no coffee tables that I like that are my style. Yeah, unless it's vintage, like old wood. But then they're like three and a half, five thousand, like to five thousand. No, so coffee I'm, tables and bar stools, I think, are really the most hard. lacking. Yes, products what and actually bed frames. Yeah, I got yeah. Australian market. Yeah. yeah, like sometimes I'm just doing the same ones because I'm like these ones work, but there's yeah. not really any others. That mm. like, like I want to call the penny to come here, but then I'm like not sure about the quality either. Like yeah, like, direct to like consumer, mass produced. Like, yeah, how how good could it be? We're slowly getting there. Yeah, but they're definitely the hardest things to find. Mm. Yeah, do you like, do a lot of custom furniture? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Like I think every project will do at least one. Yeah, mm. like, what sort of time. what sort of things are you doing custom? A lot of the time with, like, dining tables. Mm. Like, I love, like, an organic table coming out of the wall. Yeah. Or, like, just even freestanding. I'd say that, obviously, like, all the joinery is custom. Mm-hmm. So then we can kind of play around with that. 
a little bit. Yeah, I'd say like desks and things, mm. but we're hoping to kind of like branch out and do more like custom things later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. That's actually a good question. What's next yeah. for folk? <laughs> yeah, where are you going? Love it. Um, I don't even know, like don't know if I can even say it, but I think I can. I don't see why I couldn't. In end of March or first week of April, we have like a lighting range coming out with Nick Mullen. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so incredible. I'm so excited because I like love the pieces. They um, do incredible pieces. Yeah. And it's been the last year that we've been designing it. And like a lot of like, if it didn't feel good, we'd remove it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a larger range. And then I just like, we just landed on two lights and I was like these are the ones I love like yes. I want them so like let's do it yes and Alice McMullen is just she's so great and yeah. she's got a really good eye and we just aligned really well so amazing that comes out yeah first week of April I think and then yeah at the moment we're just designing like our own range of um, furniture Wow. Which I haven't told anyone yet. Oh, <laughs> wow. <that's so> <laughs> just, <laughs> just folk. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Hopefully. I'm like, yeah. oh, put this on the record. I'm like, yeah. 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 This will make you do it. it. This will make you do it. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. <laughs> I um, so hopefully if like they all turn out good and like I love them. But I, I mean, I personally love them. What, like what we've got at the moment yes. yeah just see how it all kind of like evolves I'm yeah. kind of like I don't know how I started a brand I'm like oh I'm gonna like start like another identity for these products I'm like <laughs> yeah, is it I don't even know folk studio or is it I think it'll be under folk yeah. yeah 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 so hopefully like that'll be like early next year yeah oh, and then we have awesome. another collaboration that I can't really talk about yet yeah. that I'm really excited about as well for next year so. oh that's oh so God. exciting so cool. yeah and really nice that you get to align with other brands that are doing things that align with you yeah. and that is the same sort of how you see things going for folks. I feel like that's yeah. that's really cool. Like it's a nice a way to sort of dabble in dabble mm-hmm. in the other side of it. And it's yeah. probably like led you yes. into the sort totally. of furniture side. So it's exciting. so funny because like a lot of the time we collaborate with people that I'm like, I, I personally won't ever like develop this. Yeah but I really want to, and you do it so well, so yeah. like, let's do it together. That's like yes. when you did the handles. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. were beautiful. The yeah. handles, I was like, I'll never have a handle brand. Like, yeah. I love what you guys do. <laughs> like, let's do that. And then yeah. the same with lighting. Like, I'm obsessed with lighting, so let's do that. And yeah. then this other brand that we're working with, I'm like, I'm obsessed with all of your things. Like, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. So yeah. it's so fun that there's not, not even, like, much of a return in terms of, like, you know, financial gain. It's literally just a creative outlet for oh, me. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I'll just, like sketch something and I tell my team and they're like oh so we're doing that I'm like we're doing this we're doing this yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) oh exciting oh Oh, that's amazing yeah great that's been so I feel so inspired you you are so inspiring you are you really are and you make me want to do another renovation yeah yeah yeah. I'm already like "Hmm, what can I do when you've built a great brand so yeah yeah thank you so much thanks so much no thanks for having me Thanks for listening to this episode of Suddenly 30. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at suddenly30pod to stay up to date with behind the scenes, what we've been up to and future episodes. We'll We'll see see you you next week. week.